Hello, Googleization Nation. Welcome to Connect and Protect, a GGG Unleashed podcast, sponsored by our partner Avanti, who makes the everywhere workplace possible. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. In each Connect and Protect episode, we will talk with Avanti's digital employee experience thought leaders who are helping organizations worldwide connect employees and customers in our new anytime, anywhere workplaces without sacrificing security. Let's begin. With the world of everywhere workplace, we often think that what whatever happens in our backyard is happening exactly the same everywhere. But everywhere workplace report clearly points out that that's not the case. So I'm really excited to have back Avanti's chief operating officer, Dennis Kozak, to talk about the 2023 Everywhere Workplace Report. Dennis, welcome back to our third in the three-part series talking about the Everywhere Workplace. All right. So great to be back with you, Ira. Looking forward to this one. So, you know, we talked off camera a little bit about some things that we often think that the world looks like our backyard, but it doesn't anymore. So I I know you have a lot of data. You just got back from a, a trip from Europe. How is this playing out uh, outside of the U.S.? Yeah, look, there's no question that there are regional and cultural differences across the world. And, you know, for any global company, it's important that you consider those things and understand a little bit about the local environment, how your employees, how your customers react or respond to some of these seismic shifts in everywhere work. As an example, you know, we talked uh, in one of the episodes, I think it was episode four, we talked a little bit about the stat of people quietly quitting. But here's an interesting one. Uh, Regionally, it is different. In Germany, 60% of employees admit to quietly quitting. Uh, However, in Australia, it's only 32% are quitting their jobs quietly. So, you know, what a difference, right, just from one geography to the other. Yeah, for sure. Were there any other, I, I know you've, you've talked about Germany, France, UK, Australia, Japan. I mean, they're very, very different cultures, you know, even before this everywhere workplace. Were there any things that stood out be, between those areas? You know, we tend to think about it, and we've talked about in some of our other episodes, how remote work or everywhere work drives increased productivity. So we say the stat in our report was 71% globally said it improves morale, being able to work anywhere. However, in a stark difference, in Japan, only 38% C-suite people say that hybrid working has improved morale. So culturally, right, very different than you know, the U.S. for sure and other parts of the world as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. You know, Again, the, we're so diverse, and obviously we just look beyond uh, what we can see. But, and you shared this with us before, and again, this is within the U.S., but regionally, we're, we're very, very different, you know, as well. But your executive team is all over the place. Yeah, no, no uh, very interesting stat. You know, we may be headquartered in Salt Lake City, but we really use that as a, a primary meeting place to get together about once a quarter. I'm located in New York. My CEO is in Atlanta. My CFO is in Maryland. In fact, most of us are East Coast based, but we don't have any offices here. We all really adopt the everywhere workplace to the fullest extent. We use our offices, though, and we get together at least monthly 
with employees in our regional offices to make sure that we go to them, right? We get to go see where they're working. Just as an example you referenced, I was just in Germany in our Munich office uh, about two weeks back. Uh, Jeff went on, uh, I went to a, a conference with a partner and customer set, uh, but Jeff went on to the UK and our uh, France offices to go visit employees there. And it's really important that we show up and see our employees where they work. Yeah, I, I don't know who said this uh, in the past, so I, I apologize to whoever I'm not giving credit to, but the, it was often referred that, you know, we're talking about global and local, and, and we used to have local business and we had global business, but they came up with this term global, uh, and I think we're absolutely, you know, moving to that, and, it, and we're still trying to get our feet on the ground and, and figure it out. But one of the things that, that you mentioned, obviously, without, and we've talked about this uh, in one of the prior episodes, is in order to collaborate, is there, there are a lot of tools being used because there's, there's a lot of hours each week. There's a lot of work being done that you're not necessarily in the same place. So you're using technology, and, one of the, and the biggest use of technology is collaboration tools. So we know organizations are investing in them, but what else are organizations investing in when it comes to to IT? No, well, so I think there's a few things. Uh, One stat, we talked about some of the regional differences. The UK folks will tell you that they've seen a 35% increase in shadow IT due to remote work. What's shadow IT? Explain that. So that basically means that employees are buying their own tools, their own software packages, and deploying those to do work uh, without the permission of their corporate IT department. Uh, And so what that tells you is that some corporate IT departments are not very effective at, number one, managing what tools are used and how they access the network, and number two, not necessarily providing the right tools the right security, the right access to their employees that they feel they have the need to go out and get their own, right? So, you know, that really presents a very interesting dynamic. You know, the key for a, a successful IT department is to basically be invisible, right? Make it easy for your employees to connect, make it easy for them to be productive, but at the same time, still protect the company, still protect the data, still protect the assets. And that's a very fine line you have to walk in terms of providing ease, but and security at the same time. Yeah, I, I hope employers are listening to this and or any uh, leader of an organization, uh, whether you have employees or not. But it, I mean, it sounds like that. And this goes into uh, something else you measure, which is digital employee experience. Do employees have the confidence in the tools that you're providing? And pretty basic, you would think that, hey, we're looking to you to provide security that our information is safe. But uh, a huge number of employees don't feel that's the case, that they have to go out and buy their own cybersecurity or or own security system. That's right. And, you know, today's environment where the cloud and SaaS-based delivery of technology makes that easier than ever, right? It's not like you have to go in and and buy, you know, a, a big expensive software package and download it and install it, right? You can literally log in online, right? To just about any service anywhere, whether it's a monitoring service, a reporting capability, uh, another collaboration tool. If you don't like the one that your company provides, you go out and subscribe to another one, a personal edition or a corporate edition, and then go try to expense it through your corporate card. You know, those are all different ways that people do it. For employees, I'm sorry, for employers and IT departments, it's incumbent upon them to provide an amazing digital experience. 
that drives employee retention. It drives employee productivity. It drives employee morale. Yeah. So a couple things we before we wrap up, you know, one is uh, you, you just mentioned that about the digital employee experience. And I know you have a new report. So uh, that recently has come out. So I suggest everybody go up to the website. And in addition to the Everywhere Workplace report, download the uh, digital experience report that is there. So investing in the right technology, the right IT infrastructure is important for companies. What, where would you, where do you believe employers should be investing their time and resources and money now? Yeah. Well, certainly uh, we talked a little bit before about collaboration tools are the most obvious example because that's very outwardly facing, but it's really what's behind the scenes. What is the plumbing? What is the infrastructure and security that make those productivity tools, the collaboration tools actually work? And that's really what's critical. That's the difference of a company being able to provide a seamless experience to their employee. The application itself, you know, those are a dime a dozen and they're very good. They're all excellent but it's really how they're managed and how they're deployed by a company. So, you know, you have to be able to access, you have to be able to provide access securely. You have to be able to monitor what they, what types of activity are happening on your network. You have to be able to secure it. You have to be able to patch it and you have to be able to service it when you do have an issue. Uh, and that's what Avanti really brings to the table with its investment thesis and technology is to make sure that we really round the entire spectrum uh, to make sure we can help the IT function and enable everywhere work. And I know we talked about this last time, and this is the final question. AI, it's all around us. So I, I think you mentioned prior to this that it's going to, uh, that you're going to be able to use AI to help predict, forecast, manage, improve the security and and just overall experience. But there, there's some real dangers. Uh, you know, where, where are we headed with that? That's right. Yeah, listen, AI is everywhere. Uh, it's unavoidable, right? It will show up in everything we do. Think about on your smartphone. There's lots of AI in there already. You know, the key is to making sure it's done responsibly and it's done for good, not for bad actors. Uh, and we're going to have to contend with that. And so we're going to have to make sure that we're always aware of what's a, what's a good use of AI and what's a poor use of AI. And I know we're just around the corner with uh, with with AI and some of the changes there. We talk about that all the time, but just uh, you know, nipping nipping at our heels is the metaverse, is the blockchain. You know, can if people think that's far far out, it's not. It's in the it's 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 encroaching upon us. You know, very very quickly. Uh, yeah, so it's much I, further I, in our lives than most people realize. Yeah, absolutely. Dennis, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I, if you we're, we're in our the third of a three part series and we we're talking about our global and local impact of the everywhere workplace of how different countries, different regions are, are viewing that uh, and some are succeeding and some are struggling in it. But I encourage everyone to go back and listen to our episode four and five, too, where we talk a little bit more about the employees at, uh, viewpoints and perspective of the everywhere workplace. And then also a little bit digger, uh, deeper dive into the IT infrastructure. Again, it's been a pleasure, Dennis. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, for everyone else listening, uh, this is a part of the GGG Unleashed to Protect and Connect series from Avanti. Until next time, don't let the shift hit your plans. That's it for today's episode. 
Thank you for tuning in and learning how to stay connected and protected in the everywhere workplace. We'll be back next month with another episode of Connect and Protect. But until then, you can learn more about Avanti and the everywhere workplace by visiting their website, avanti.com. Until next month, don't let the shift hit your plans.